Episode 13, How to Find Your Tribe. My name is Dan Mason. In 2012, I was overweight, getting divorced, battling depression, and feeling trapped in a career where I was successful, but bored and unfulfilled. And it's actually the greatest gift I've ever been given. I use my pain as a springboard to discover my life's purpose. Now, I want to share the same tools and strategies which help transform my life with you. So you can live life amplified better late than never right welcome back to life amplified it means the world to me that you're stopping in today and apologies for this episode coming out a couple days late had to make a quick pivot because the guest i had lined up this week unfortunately came down with the flu like 50 percent of the united states right now so you're gonna get me for a solo episode and actually i am coming to you live from my bathroom at the moment <laughs> We're getting bad rainstorms here near my condo, and the rain was slamming down on the skylight that sits right above where I normally record the podcast. So I tried to move over to the bedroom, and I was still getting a lot of rain noise against the windows there. So right now, I am sitting on the floor of my bathroom. At least I'm not sitting on the toilet, right? I mean, I do have some class. But this is an important topic that we're going to talk about. And if you're a person who is serious about creating your own life amplified, if you really want to elevate your happiness, if you want to bring your purpose to life, if you want to create more success, this might be the most important episode that you listen to this year. And I realize that we've done some other amazing podcasts talking about goal setting and how to do it. And we've talked about how to make that work on your schedule to make time for your dreams. And all that is a wonderful foundation. That is the foundation from which you'll build the life you want. But Think of this topic is the frame of the house that you're going to build. And I'll start today with a quote from Jim Rohn, who says, You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Now, notice that Rohn doesn't say you're the average of the five people who inspire you most. He doesn't say you're the average of the five inspirational Instagram accounts that you follow the closest. This is really a matter of who are the people that you're hanging out with and realizing that who you hang out with is who who you become. So take inventory of that. It's not always the people who are most important to you. It's not always the people who are most supportive that you're spending the most time with. You could be surrounded by negative co-workers because you're stuck in an office job 50 hours a week. You might be surrounded by those people that just want to spend every night at happy hour getting hammered. Maybe you've got people around you that are just negative or they're perpetually having the bad month or the bad year or a couple people in our life are just always having a bad lifetime and you got to take on that energy because they're always complaining to you. But who are the people that you're hanging out with and do you want to become these people? Now, we don't want to say that from a place of judgment. It's not like any of us are better than anybody else, but we really want to have a group of people who uplift us, who give us energy. This is an increasingly difficult topic right now when you look at our culture because the statistics on loneliness are pretty crazy. I mean, we're a society of people who don't really have that soul trust who uplift us. In fact, the number of Americans who say they have no close friends has tripled since 1985. And if you look at the average number of people that Americans feel that they can talk to about important matters, that number has fallen by a third from three people down to two. Loneliness is most prevalent right now when you look at the statistics among millennials. And maybe it's no accident that the numbers on loneliness started to surge two years after Apple launched its first personal home 
home computer and five years before the invention of the World Wide Web. We are a culture right now of people who increasingly isolate and rather than going out and jumping in our car or getting FaceTime or picking up a telephone to talk to people, we're doing it all a click away. We do it through Facebook status updates. We're doing it through text messages. How many times, by the way, have you done that where you go to call a friend because you're having a bad time and it rings and rings and then it goes to voicemail and then like 30 seconds later you get the text, hey, what's up? Saw you called. (laughs) You know, we don't really value that intimacy in our relationships, yet if you're a person who really has a big vision for your life, finding a community and that soul tribe of people who elevate you is so paramount to bringing it to life. So let's talk about the consequences for a minute of what happens when you don't have that community, when you don't have people around you that lift you up and push you to be better. Number one, you're going to delay your dreams. You'll keep kicking the can down the road. You'll keep delaying and putting things off another year. You'll do it till next year. You know, here's what's interesting. A lot of times if you're hanging out around people that don't support you, sometimes they don't want to see you succeed. And not because they don't care about your well-being, but sometimes if you're really leveling up in your life, the people around you, for them, it reflects the ways that they're not leveling up their life. So they'll be really critical. They'll tell you why that business you want to start is a bad idea idea and how businesses don't make money for two years. They'll tell you how, you know, you can't really write that book or they'll tell you why you got to focus on earning a living and staying in the job that you're in. It's not really going to inspire you to move up to the next level, both emotionally and financially and in your purpose. Another consequence of not having the right tribe of people around you is you start to live by other people's rules and expectations. I got to tell you, I mean, I've alluded to this on past podcasts. Me walking away from a successful media career, it was a really weird dynamic in my family for a period of time. And it was never anything that was talked about, but I followed in my father's footsteps, who was enormously successful in the media field. And I built a great career. And I think a lot of people in my life just assumed that I was going to carry that torch and build on the success and build on the pathway that my father blazed within the industry. And when the day came, when I felt called to do something bigger in my life, And I not only walked away from that career, but I pretty much wholesale rejected the entire life that I had built for 20 years. It was a strange dynamic for a period of time. And it's not that, you know, my dad doesn't support me in the endeavors I'm doing now, but I think people were just confused by it. And a lot of times when you try to step away, either from a career or a dysfunctional, toxic relationship, maybe a family dynamic that has grown dysfunctional, people will try to pull you back in and tell you why you shouldn't go out on your own. And it's It's really a desire to keep you safe on some level, but a safe life over time becomes a stagnant life, and it's really going to stunt your growth. So we want to be careful. Are you living your life on your terms? Are you playing by your rules and expectations, or are you trying to meet the expectations of your tribe and abandoning yourself in the process? You know, the big question here we have to ask is who is going to lift you up, and who are the people that are going to knock you down? Another consequence that comes from not having the right tribe of people around you is you start taking bad advice from people with no experience with what it is you want to accomplish. How many times in your life have you had dating advice given to you by the one friend who seemingly can never get a relationship off the ground or keep it going longer than like six to eight weeks? They're always the ones, though, who seem to have the best advice on how you should handle your relationship drama. If I had gone in my life and tried to get advice from people who had never created a business or particularly tried to 
create a heart-centered entrepreneurship and I expected them to tell me what to do, it just never would have worked. I wouldn't be here right now. I wouldn't even have this podcast. We, we wouldn't be having the conversation that we're having right now. So you want to make sure that you're getting expert advice from people who have already walked the path that you're trying to walk. Another big consequence here, if you don't have a tribe, you're going to start doubting your own intuition. You know, how many times has that happened? I see this with clients all the time where they've been living for other people, living to please their parents, living to please their co-workers, you know, working to please a boss and overgiving in the office, sometimes trying to meet the expectations of a church or a religious group that they come to me and they're not even sure what it is they want to do, what it is they love, or what their real purpose is for their life anymore. And when you're disconnected from your intuition, you ultimately just become disconnected from your soul's purpose in this lifetime. You know, here's another thing that's going to end up happening when you don't have a tribe is you start to feel like an oddball. You feel like the odd person out in a lot of social situations because you're surrounded by people who don't believe what it is you believe. They don't value what it is you value. I had the experience over Christmas of trying to explain what it is I do for a living to a family member who I get along with. Great. He's a great guy. But he looked at me. He's like, Daniel, what are you doing? Like, if people are that lost and confused, F them. He's like, that just gives more opportunity for us in the world. And I was like, well, look, that's one way to look at it, but it's not really what I feel is right for my life. And trying to explain what I did just made me feel that much more out of place when I was back for the holidays. And finally, the other consequence that you're going to see if you don't have a tribe is ultimately you're going to feel like you have to dim down your light or change yourself to make other people happy. This is a big pattern I see with people who have financial goals that they want to reach. Sometimes they want to break out of that family cycle of financial struggle and they really want to get to the next level financially, but they're almost afraid it's going to cause judgment or cause conflict or that, you know, the people they grew up with are going to think, oh my God, so-and-so is better than me now. So they dim down their light and really what they do is just sandbag their expectations. They start playing small and never really reach their full potential. So the conversation we want to have today is how do we not do this? How do we create a tribe? And let's start first with the definition of what is a tribe. I'll share with you a quote by Seth Godin who wrote an entire book on this topic. And while his work is predominantly about stepping into your gifts and leading others, he says a tribe is a group of people connected to one another, connected to a leader, and connected to an idea. For millions of years, human beings have been part of one tribe or another. A group needs only two things to be a tribe, a shared interest and a way to communicate. Mark Zuckerberg has brought this to life in a big way just through Facebook. How many random Facebook groups are you in for like-minded people and uh, social groups and people who share your same interest. In fact, we've created our own Facebook tribe just for listeners of this podcast, which is just so awesome. It's such an amazing group of people who are so supportive and there's so much love in there. You are welcome to join us if you want. Uh, we always have ongoing conversations about some of the topics that we discuss here on the podcast. You can check us out. It's called the Life Amplified Power Tribe, and you can find that facebook.com groups slash life amplified. But one more quote I wanted to share here from Seth Godin. Huge takeaway. He says, if you want to be extraordinary, surround yourself with extraordinary individuals. 
So great, Dan. How do we do that? Well, number one, we have to start with separating from the people who knock you down and don't elevate you. If you've got a lot of negative energy in your life, if you have people who constantly just want to shoot down your dreams, tell you why it's not possible, we got to start to move away from that. And look, there are some people that tell you you have to divorce your friends, that you have to break up with them. And I don't know if I would go that far because sometimes those people who don't believe in you, they're family members. They can be long-standing friendships. They could be people who are going through a hard time, but you have to create a little bit of space. If you're not going to break up entirely, you got to create some space and find the right people. And this is so hard and it is scary. And sometimes it feels like abandonment. It can feel like exile. And you're not sure, like if I walk away from these people, what if I'm just lonely the rest of my life? But the question I would ask you is, isn't it possible that you can feel lonely and not seen, and not loved for who you are, even when you have people around you? Could it be that the relationship you're scared to leave because you're afraid you'll be lonely if you're not in a relationship? Could it possibly be that you already feel lonely because that person just doesn't see the real you? And when we talk about that, how do you get people to love you and accept you for who you are? This gets into the second action step is you have to have the courage to fully be yourself. Not in a bratty way, not in a way where you act like you're better than other people because you listen to inspirational podcasts or that you know who Dr. Wayne Dyer is. That's not the point. But you have to have the courage just to be your most authentic authentic self and trust, by the way, that when you're vibrating in that frequency, you're going to find the right people. All of a sudden, those synchronistic relationships are going to happen. The new people are going to come in to replace the bad energy, but none of it can happen unless you have the courage. It requires so much vulnerability to fully put yourself out there. That's why I delayed on doing this podcast for a long time and why I didn't share any of the inspirational blogs I was writing on my personal Facebook page for the first six months of my business. I was so scared that people were going to look at me and remember me for kind of like the D-bag that I was in my 20s when I did a lot of things that don't speak to my otherwise good character that I have. And I thought people would remember that part of me and be like, oh, well, Dan's a fraud. Who's he to tell me how to uplift my life? I remember when he was drunk and passed out at the club, or I remember when he was doing all these shady things in his life. So you've got to let go of that fear And just have the courage to say, this is who I am right now. It's almost like that song that everybody's talking about. If you've watched that movie, The Greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman, there's that song that everybody is obsessed with. Keala Settle sings it, and it's so beautiful, but she sings that song, This Is Me. And she says, and I know that I deserve your love. There's nothing I'm not worthy of. When the sharpest words want to cut me down, I'm going to send a flood, going to drown them out. This is brave. This is proof. This is who I'm meant to be. This is me. You know, what a powerful anthem. I watched that movie uh, in the theaters and just got really emotional watching that because it's such a beautiful lyric and a powerful way for all of us to aspire to live our life. Now, as you're looking to build your tribe of people, the other thing you have to consider is where do you have to go to meet them? Where are people who are like-minded and share your interests? Maybe they're not hanging out at the bar anymore at last call at 145. If you're looking for people on a spiritual path or people who are just a higher level of consciousness. You know, for me, I know no matter where I am in America, if I go into a yoga studio that I'm going to find my tribe of people there. You know, I've been living the past couple 
months in Ocean City, Maryland. And it's been a quick pit stop for me on my way to relocating to New York. And Ocean City is this awesome beach town in the summer, but it's very desolate. It's very quiet and kind of abandoned and lonely in the winter. But there's this awesome little yoga studio called Yoga Vibes about... 10 miles away from my condo that I'm staying in here. And every time I walk into that place, it's such an energy of love and acceptance. And they don't judge me for the fact that every time I try to get down in crow pose, I fall on my damn head. <laughs> but those are people who are just on the level. And I don't know what that looks like for you. But there is an opportunity to build community anywhere you go. I just realized this the other day. I was stranded for a layover at the uh, Denver airport flying back from Park City, Utah, and it was Super Bowl Sunday, and there's a group of people all around the television, and I went out of my way to smile and interact and start conversation with people who were fellow New England Patriots fans, because it was only about three of us in the group. It was a very overwhelmingly pro-Eagles crowd, but it was great. I, I had this two-hour delay, but there were so many positive interactions and smiles exchanged, and there was sort of a brotherhood among all these men watching football and talking crap to each other about the game. It was really cool. You can take that into any situation. You know, because as you go find that place where your tribe is going to be, the other piece is you've got to put yourself out there. You've got to engage. And I know this is something that's typically hard for me because I'm an introvert by nature. But go into a room, smile, let your presence be felt. Let people know that you are open to mingling and the right people with the right energy are going to be drawn to you. Also, one more point when it comes to finding your tribe, you want to model success. You want to find the people who've accomplished what you want and you want to attach yourselves to them. Learn. This is why mentorship matters. You want to find a mentor who is further down the road from you, who can help you avoid the pitfalls and show you a path to get from point A to point B. And finally, uh, one more point for you today. Don't judge the people that you've got to leave behind. And this is something where I've caught myself being guilty of this too, is we start this path and you see people who are still obsessed with, you know, money and status and significance and stuff and having the fancy car. And it's so easy to judge them and almost be bratty about it. I'm so much more spiritual. You know, because I go to self-development retreats while you're just going to wine country. It, there's room for it all. And you just have to recognize that some of the people you're leaving behind, they're not bad people. They're simply walking a different path than you. So send them love. Send them blessings for the role that they played in your life for a period of time. But then send them on their way because you are working towards something better. I don't believe that you're still listening to this podcast right now. You're not 20 minutes into this without knowing in your heart that you're here to do something special and contribute. So focus on staying in your lane without judging the people who are in a different lane than you are. So to recap, we want to separate from the people who knock you down and don't elevate you. You need to take inventory of your relationships and say, do these people bring me energy or do they just deplete my energy and then make judgments accordingly? Number two, you've got to have the courage just to boldly put yourself out there and be your truest self, your most authentic self. You have to have faith and some trust that although it's going to feel like abandonment for a short period of time, that the right people are going to come into your life. I've seen this in my life in such an amazing way. The mentorship group that I'm in is 
is about 50 people and we're all on the same path and we're all committed to discovering our purpose and bringing it to life and I've made some of the most special friendships of my adult life that way. And finally, we want to go out and put ourselves in the environment where we think our tribe will be. Where are the people who share your interest, your passions? What organizations are they part of? What are they volunteering for? Where are the places that they might be on a Friday or a Saturday? Go put yourself in that environment, smile, be open, and just allow yourself the beauty of making magic synchronistic relationships that are gonna get you to the next level. If you are looking for a mentor in Tribe that are really gonna help you along your path and make 2018 the greatest year of your life, this is why I've created my Life Amplified group coaching program that kicks off February 18th. This is gonna be so amazing. You're gonna have daily mentorship by me and you're also gonna have the support of a very small intimate tribe who get you who believe in your dream, who want to see you succeed because they're working toward elevating their life and creating their own life amplified in the same way. So we're going to have weekly group coaching calls. You'll have daily access to me and a private Facebook group. There's going to be daily goal setting and implementation to help get you out of that cycle of procrastination or letting perfectionism hold you back so we can just accelerate your success in 2018. Now, there's a few spots available, but they are very limited. If you go to my website right now, you can fill out the application. CreativeSoulCoaching.net is where you go. Send that application in. Someone from my team will reach out to schedule a complimentary 30-minute discovery call with me. But this is the year. If you're feeling isolated, if you feel like you don't have the support system, if you don't feel like you have a mentor who can show you the way, I'd really like to provide you all those things. Structure, mentorship, and daily support from people who are on the same path as you. Check out the info on my website. And thank you so much for being here. If you love the content today, if this resonates for you, if you know somebody who is struggling, if they're surrounded by negative people, would you please do me a favor and share this podcast with them? Share it on social media if you like. You can also reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter. You can find me at CSC Dan Mason, or you can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash coaching. As always, it is my greatest honor and privilege to serve you. I hope this message inspires you today, and I look forward to talking to you again next week. In the meantime, turn down the volume on your negativity. Turn up the volume on your purpose. Get out there and live life amplified. I'll talk to you next time.